This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Well, the curtain finally comes down on the European football season with match day four of the Euro 2024 qualifiers. Welcome along to Betting Weekly Extra Time. You're with myself, Dan Robick, and two handicappers that have already put up some successful picks over the course of the last few days. Steve Wiss and Daniele Fisichella are alongside me today. 14 winning favourites and 23 qualifiers in Europe across Friday and Saturday. Most at very short prices. Very short prices. If you level stakes all of the favourites, you would be losing money. Steve, you mentioned it when we previewed match day three. Siding with the underdogs can work. You've got to look at certain bets. You've got to look at handicaps and so on. But a lot of the time, even when the favourites do win, they don't win by a lot of goals. I've always said that, Dan, in the first round of the qualifiers, um, the underdogs are more fired up, but it's much harder for them in the second game you know, three or four days rest only, and it's really difficult for those sort of players. But also this time of year, um, this round of qualifiers, a lot of the big, big name players are sort of looking forward to the end of the season. Maybe half their minds on the beach. They don't want to exert themselves too much. So in this particular round, yeah, it didn't surprise me that quite a lot of uh, handicaps did cover on the plus line. Um, so yeah, it's it's, it's it's kind of normal, really. Goals backers, incidentally, just totting up some of the figures from the two days of qualifiers. Unders, just 9 of 23, but 19 of 23 under three and a half goals, including all 11 uh, on Saturday, which I thought was interesting. Uh, Danielle, any takeaways uh, from you when it comes to the games from Friday and Saturday um, in terms of outright leans? Have you got anything? I don't think there was any real standout performances and myself... Uh, Steve and Jack were talking about the fact that it it will take something pretty special for the market to move between now and the start of the European Championships next summer for the major nations. What, what's your take on all that? No, I think the the favourites won as expected. The, probably the big winners of this round of fixture is Scotland, who are top of Group A. Of course, we're going to talk about this a little bit later. I think to single out uh, perhaps the fact that both Slovakia and Czech Republic at the moment, they will go into the Euros, which I think it would be something unusual. But yes, let's expect a little some surprises. But I think, generally speaking, international football, European football at the moment, it's very, very level. There isn't a team that is miles ahead of the other ones. For example, look out for Group H of these qualifiers. Every single team in that group, where Denmark, Kazakhstan, Finland, Slovenia, 
Northern Ireland and San Marino play have have lost at least a game. So again, that's really an interesting one uh, to follow. Obviously, you have to consider who won the Nations League as well. So they're going to be, I think, a few surprises, a few minus, if you like, but that makes it more interesting. It does indeed, Jen. It's those middle-ranking teams sometimes that might represent some value on the outrights, maybe if you want to level up, if they do get to the finals, back to lay, that type of thing. Uh, let's get into the games that we're going to preview when it comes to match day four. They're stretched over Monday and Tuesday. We're going to start with uh, a game on Monday that both of you guys have got a selection in. 2.45 Eastern kickoff on Monday is Turkey against Wales. Turkey are minus 118 to win Wales, plus 3.50. The draw, plus 2.40. Um, Steve, Wales beaten by Armenia. On Friday, I mean, you were plus 750 to win that game. They're the biggest price winners across match day three. I mean, Wales, they might not qualify here, Steve. And I honestly was thinking this when I watched them in the first couple of rounds. They fluked a draw against Croatia. I think they only just beat, was it Latvia 1 0? And um, I actually made a mental note to, to sort of take them on in this group when I could. Um, I don't think anyone really would have expected them to lose at home to Armenia, though. Um, that is a terrible result. You can't be, I mean, you can't concede four goals at home to Armenia. Um, I know the lad Zalarian is a good player, um, scores some decent goals in MLS, but that's just not good enough for Wales. And um, my pick for this game is Turkey on the money line. Turkey, uh, straight on the nose, minus 118. I think they're a much the better team. At the moment, I think Wales are in a completely different era now of football without Gareth Bale, um, without Joe Allen. You know, it's a, it's, it's, I think there's night and day between the two teams and Turkey at home should certainly get the job done here. They've won two out of three games. The, the game they lost was at home to Croatia. We're not going to hold that against them too much. And I think I mentioned on the last show, they had a lot of chances in that match, but the goalkeeper uh, just had a, a great day for Croatia. So, uh, Turkey have served me really well in in recent recent uh, months and and in the last year or two actually. Usually, I'm taking the goals in their games. I certainly wouldn't be surprised if this did go over two and a half, but uh, it just makes sense to me to um to take them straight on the money line here. I'm, I'm expecting to win fairly comfortably. They're a decent watch, as we said. We had some good fun, didn't we, discussing them on the on the previous show. They're um, a highly entertaining outfit these days, Dan. Um, a good watch for the neutral. They've got goals in them. And I always like that about teams. If I'm back in a team to win games or, you know, needing overs, then you need um, to believe in their sort of final third deliverance. So I think Wales are obviously a bit wounded after that loss. The confidence is low. Pressure's on them as well. Croatia are obviously in this group. I think Turkey will get the job done here on the money line. Minus 118, Turkey to win the game is Steve's pick. Daniel, you've gone down a similar line in a way because Steve's talking mm. about goals in this and you you think that Wales have, have got to play with a bit of ambition here. They've got to play on the front foot a little bit because they're in real trouble of not making uh, the finals in Germany. They haven't got a playoff spot via the Nations League. Turkey have. We've talked about uh, that a little on our previous show that teams with that, backstop if you like maybe play with a bit more confidence and you're looking at goals in a slightly different way in this one as well i'm looking at both to score here minus 112 which 
ties in well with what Steve just uh, said. Yes, very bad moment for Wales, bottom in the group in the Nations League, underwhelming performance at the World Cup, new eras of COVID, new players also without Aaron Ramsey. And they're going to be without Kiefer Moore as well because he got sent off in the game against Armenia. Very chaotic game against Armenia. They had chances to equalise, squandered them, they were wasteful. Then in the end, uh, the send-off, uh, Robert Page, the manager, said that they needed a slap uh, to wake up. Well, they might get another one here when they travel to, uh, to Turkey and might get beaten heavily uh, by the Turkish side. Uh, Wales normally at home in the qualifiers, they've been almost a safe bet in the last two, three qualifiers. They always build uh, those qualifications to major tournament on home form, but this time they lost against a side 71 places below in the FIFA ranking. So obviously it is a red alert. I know they drew in Croatia, but it was under lucky circumstances. Croatia should have scored two or three goals more in the first half. Only one clean sheet for Wales in the last 11. When we analyze Wales, we always said during the years, is the collective that make them stronger even if individual players they play in championship or league one size when they come together they seem stronger but maybe they lack a little bit of leadership now that the big players have retired for uh, international football when it comes to Turkey exciting uh, the likes of Orkan Koku for example play for Feyenoord very very good players Chalanolu we saw him reaching the Champions League final but overall is a young and exciting uh, team perhaps at the back still need a little bit more of experience that's why uh, Six of the last seven of the Turkey games have been over 2.5 goals and both to score. They have become a bit of a master of late comebacks and late goals. They scored a few also in the World Cup uh, qualifiers. Only lost one of the last six games at home, Turkey. So, um, yeah, I kind of side with Steve. I don't think they're going to lose this one. You might want to go for a double chance here. I'm going to go for a both to score here. Uh, minus, minus 112 on uh, Turkey-Wales. Shade under even money if you're playing Daniele's pick. Let's move on to Switzerland-Romania. Another Monday game, 2.45 Eastern kickoff here. Uh, the Swiss um, are the favourites to win this one. Uh, Romania, a big price. Um, we thought maybe Switzerland, and still could be the case, might be an outside bet, Steve, uh, to win the European Championships. Uh, they were not convincing against Andorra, but the caveat is that no one ever looks convincing against Andorra because it's a, a low block. They defend and they're quite, well, I say they're quite happy. They would take narrow defeats, I think, an awful lot of the time. Uh, one and a quarter goal start against uh, for Andorra in that game against Swiss would have cashed at 3.30. Um, and I guess here, Romania, who drew at Kosovo. Kosovo were the favourites in that game. Um, which way are we going for Switzerland-Romania, Steve? I like the Swiss here, Dan, on the minus 1.25 Asian handicap. I think we talked about it on the previous show. They are a bit of a dark horse heading into these Euros. I expect them to win this group and qualify with, with ease. They actually cost a lot of bettors in that Andorra game. I know a lot of people who were on the Swiss handicap, or you know, usually it's safe as houses, isn't it, to win to nil against Andorra. Um, that Andorra actually scored a goal was a shock. In itself, that doesn't happen very often, does it? So, yeah, they've cost a few bettors there, but I, I wonder if they had their eye on this game a lot more because the Romania fixture was always going to be the harder game on paper. You know, they eased off in that second half, and I think they're going to be a lot more focused uh, on on this game. And I actually think they're far better than Romania, to be honest. I've seen I've seen a decent bit of Romania in the last few months, and, and they're not a bad team. They're they're improving compared to where they were, but they do lack 
general quality, if you know what I mean. Um, bit of class and quality. I think it's a little bit concerning that they only just beat Belarus 2-1 at home. Um, and then a you know a 0-0 draw at Kosovo is actually not the worst of results because they were the underdog in that game. But that tells you where they are as a nation. They are, you know, playing away against Kosovo and they're a clear underdog. So I think the Swiss are far better, man man for man, pound for pound. I've got a lot more quality in class. It would be a big surprise for me if they didn't at least win the game. So at very worst, if if that happens, a one-goal win, we're only losing half on this minus 1.25 Asian handicap line. But I, I think the Swiss, if we look at their, their other results, they comfortably saw off Israel, all right, Belarus as well. They're actually um, a, a team that can rack up more goals these days. They used to have a reputation of just like 1-0 or something. But they, they, they've got a lot more goals in them now. So um, I'm expecting them after that Andorra game to put on a bit of a show. They're a better team over Romania. This I could see this being like 2-0, 3-0 type of territory. So I'm happy to take the, the home team, Switzerland, on the minus 1.25 Asian handicap. And I think the price on that was minus 114. It is minus 114 and Switzerland are minus 286 just to win the game. Very short, but we're bumping up the value minus 114. Uh, with the Swiss giving away a goal and a quarter. Group G, both have got picks in the game featuring Bulgaria-Serbia here. This is a Tuesday game, 245. Serbia are the favourites here, minus 200. Uh, They're two wins from two. Uh, Daniele, just looking at some of the stats, uh, incredible to think that they've never qualified for European Championship finals as Serbia. Obviously, if you go back to former Yugoslavia, they have. Uh, They are plus 5,000. Uh, to win Euro 2024. They're a proper football nation with uh, proper football players um, and they should beat Bulgaria, you would have thought, Daniele. Well, they should because Bulgaria and Bulgarian football is in a very, very bad state, but it's been like for the last 15, 16 years, you know, uh, maybe in the mid-2000s, early uh, 2011, 2012, there were still a couple of Bulgarian teams qualifying uh, for Europa League uh, knockout stages and sometimes playing in the Champions League, but not anymore. The last time Bulgaria qualified for a major tournament was in 2004. There were the likes of the, the Petrov brothers, Bojinov, Berbatov. Now they all basically play in Bulgaria, the Bulgarian players. But with no disrespect, I mean, if to look at the results, only two wins in the last 13 for Bulgaria. They lost to Qatar, they lost to Georgia, they lost to uh, Montenegro. And funnily enough, they managed by a Serbian, Mladen Krastic, who also managed Serbia between 2017-2019. I wonder where the alliance is going to stay. But, you know, jokes apart, I think Serbia are a better side. Uh, it is a side that showed in the World Cup they still need to mature and be able to control moments within the game. I think, you know, when they gave up the lead against Cameroon, 3-1 up to just break it down to 3-3, that was criminal. They still play with a high line. They still play as they had to chase the game and the same against Switzerland. But in these uh, European qualifiers, I think uh, maybe the cool head is going to prevail. They showed also in the Nations League they were a very competitive side. They won the group of the Nations League. So I think... They should be able to negotiate it pretty easily. They beat Jordan 3-2 in a, a friendly with a few changes. Won their last four games, Serbia. Scored in 11 on the last 12. So goals should be uh, guaranteed there without Vlaovic and without Mitrovic this time. Uh, they're both injured. Uh, so there's a very young uh, forward line for Serbia. But the likes of Tadic, Milinkovic, Savic, of course, are on the side. 
For me, Serbia win away in Bulgaria and under 3.5 goals plus 107. So a win 2-0, 2-0, 2-1, 3-0 for Serbia who will deliver. I really can't see Bulgaria laying a glove on them. Uh, Steve, you're also siding with the Serbs. Yeah, certainly. I'm, I'm done. Uh, minus one Asian handicap for me on Serbia. I, I think there's a good chance that they win to nil in this game, to be honest. Minus one, one eighteen is, is the price on this. As uh, Daniele pointed out there, Bulgarian football is actually not very good. And I think it's something which a lot of people don't realise. If you mention the name Bulgaria to just general the general public or whatever, you do think back to the almost the glory days of Bulgarian football, where they were always a nation which would, you know, be entertaining on, on the world stage. They'd qualify for, for tournaments, but they're nowhere near these days. Um, you know, they only drew one all against Lithuania away. That's actually a terrible result. Lithuania are, are a shocking football team. Um, you know, they scored one goal in three qualifiers. You know, that's Hungary, Montenegro and, and Lithuania. That's just not good enough at all. And I think Serbia as a whole are, are far superior. It's a shame that they are missing a couple of the big big players in, in attack. So this probably isn't going to be like a five or six nil job. Um, but I certainly think they'll win the game. Um, you mentioned that they, they're going to be really hungry to qualify for this tournament um no pun intended considering who's in the group here but um they should be topping it really that went right um, over my head that but go on continue <laughs> <laughs> i got it i got it first i got it because i got the the standings in front of me. <laughs> continue steve yes yes they should they should be really winning this group and i think as i say there's a good chance they win to nil here the one nils in play i'll take that because we'll get a full push refund on the minus one asian handicap if required um, but 2 0. I'm just looking at that scoreline exactly, partly because they've actually won both qualifiers 2 0 so far. Um, maybe what 2 0 again is very, very possible. They've got a decent defense on them, actually, Serbia. That that is, can be underrated against these sort of nations. Put them against the top teams, and they're a bit, a bit softer at the back. But uh, I don't think Bulgaria will lay much of a glove on them. Poor footballing nation these days. This should be an away win. And. Um, I'm very happy to take them on this minus one Asian. Uh, two nil instantly correct score plus five fifty winter nil plus one thirty. So various different ways uh, you can get with uh, Serbia. The boys suggesting they are good value to get the better of Bulgaria on Tuesday. A couple of other Tuesday games to look at: uh, Scotland, Georgia. Uh, Daniele, for you next. This is again two forty five Eastern uh, kickoff on Tuesday. Three wins uh, from three. Uh, for Scotland, very late show against Norway to scupper a few of our bets, unfortunately for us. We might have to start taking the Scots seriously, Danielle. What do you think? Definitely, we must we, we must take them seriously. And I think they are the big winners of match day three in these European uh, qualifiers because they won all the three games in the group. Let's not forget, they also won their Nations League group there. So they're going to be in the playoff. And I think they're going to be uh, playing in the second Euros in a row. A win against Georgia and they will be there. Plus, they're going to put a lot of pressure on Spain, who hasn't played because they are on the Nations League final which obviously they beat to nil and they need to visit soon when the return fixture happens in Spain. Uh, they crafted very two good goals against uh, Norway. They were patient. Uh, as soon as Ireland was taking off, they seized the chances and, and they took them really, really well. Uh, the thing is with Scotland is that they got an identity, a mentality. They almost play like a club. And they got quality on the bench as well. You know, the likes of Gilmour, McLean, Armstrong, who all came on, they all 
impacted the game. Unbeaten in seven, Scotland at home. Uh, they only lost two games since 2019. That was the three-one defeat against Ukraine in the World Cup playoff, and when they lost to Czech Republic two 0 in the Euros. So it's almost three year and a half, four years that they don't lose uh, at home, apart from those uh, two games. And you know they completely changed under uh, Steve Clark four years ago. This side traveled to Kazakhstan and Israel and got embarrassed. They they lost. 3-0 to Kazakhstan, so under under Alex McLeish, of course, and they were completely changed by uh, Steve Clark. Scottish football has got better, I think, in the last uh, three four years, probably because there has been an influx of foreign managers, the likes of Gerard. Bambronkost, Posikoglu, I think they did help. Uh, Scotland is producing better talents. They do play in the Premier League, but not only. We had a very good crop of Scottish players playing in Serie A, the likes of Iki, uh, Ferguson, and so forth. So I think this helps. And there are good players, of course, you know, in in, in Scotland side, you know, for, for, uh, obviously the Premier League's players are, are the best ones. Uh, but I think Scotland, to win this one, they'll have to score more than two goals here. I don't think it's going to be a straight win to nil for them. That's why I go for the over 2.5 goals at plus 116. Because Georgia are unbeaten in 13 leagues, in 13 games. They won the last one away 2-1, won their Nations League group unbeaten, and they also won the last two World Cup qualifiers. So they are in a good moment, of course, led by Kravashelia, who, by the way, hasn't scored or assisted in a while, so he might be due one. But not only, there are very good players. Lokosvili plays for Cremonese. Mardmashvili, the goalkeeper from Valencia, Tottenham might be interested in him. So it is a, it is a good crop, crop of players. And I think this could be one of those surprises that qualify for the first ever uh, major tournament. Generally speaking, I think Scotland going to do it. They're going to make it. They're going to win this one. But there might be goals in it. And there might be perhaps a win to 1-3-1 for Scotland. So I'm going to go for over 2.5 goals plus 116. That's the value play in the game between Scotland and Georgia Tuesday, 2.45 Eastern. Uh, also 2.45 Eastern. Last game we're going to take in. It's uh, the big one, of course. It is uh, Liechtenstein against Slovakia. Wow. <laughs> Liechtenstein <laughs> plus 2,200 here. <laughs> Slovakia minus 2,000. This is what we do as betters. We find value somewhere. The draw plus 1,400 here. Uh, this is Group J. Uh, Steve, this, the the stage is for you here because we, we mentioned it right at the top of the show. Look, you you can you can get with the underdogs or you can oppose underdogs, whichever way you want to do it. But the handicap uh, is key. Danielli mentioned that Slovakia are, are going well; they're unbeaten so far in their yeah. section. But Liechtenstein, it sounds like we're, we're, we're you know a, a team that potentially could put up a fight or not. How do you see it? Um, I'm going to be taking a big handicap here. On Slovakia, minus 3.25 Asian handicap. I think this is the biggest ever handicap uh, I've tipped on, on any Bet Rivers show. Um, and the simple fact is, I- I'm of the belief that Liechtenstein are now one of the worst teams in Europe. <laughs> Possibly the worst team in Europe. I don't think they'll get offended if you say that. <laughs> I mean, they are terrible. Like they are shambolically bad. Um, like we look we can't, we can't hold results. it against them, though, Steve. I, mean, <laughs> I, know, we, I know we can't. Yeah. I mean, just, it's not as, they should they do are... better. They should qualify. They should do better. I mean, just, it, <laughs> they, it, it, small. Uh, they are very small. Given the quality in their squad, what's wrong with well, them, Steve? Exactly. <laughs> I think 
<laughs> you look at some of their results um, over the last calendar year. They're, yes. they're even losing matches against Gibraltar. They're losing matches to Moldova. They're losing matches to Andorra. They're not even scoring goals against these teams. Now, that is is is, is shocking. The last home match they had, they got beat 7-0 by Iceland. And what was interesting there is it came three days after they'd been in Portugal. They lost 4-0 in Portugal. They actually covered the Asian handicap in that game. They actually covered their Asian handicap of the weekend um, against uh, Luxembourg. Uh, only lost 2-0. But if you look at the, the stats in that game, I, I have to confess, I didn't watch this one, um, but I did check out the stats. I've recorded you know, it. It's, it's, on, it's on my list. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's on a, my list to, to have a look yeah, at. It looked, I think Luxembourg's <laughs> expected goals were well over three in that game. So they, they certainly rode their luck. And I think it's really tough for a team like Liechtenstein to play two game, games in the space of, um, you know, three days. It, it's really tricky. Slovakia, on the other hand, are doing well. Um, they've beaten Bosnia and Herzegovina, and then they've beaten Iceland. That's two good wins these days. They're clearly a, a team that are trending upwards. This is the ideal chance to get certainly get a, a good win on the board and also a chance to pad up your stats, as I call it, in cricketing terms. Um, against a really poor nation, you can put, you know, bang a few goals away, improve your goal difference. I, the league sorting rule is it head to head or goal difference? I'm not actually sure. It's it's but... it's head to head, isn't yeah. it, for the European Championship qualifiers? It's goal right. difference for World Cup qualifiers, which has caught me out before. But you know, yeah. I, I think you're right. I think I think individually, players look at these games, strikers look at these games, and think this is a good opportunity for me. To as you've just suggested, pad out my stats a little. Bit. Yeah, definitely. And going back to the handicap, minus three point two five on the Asian means if Slovakia win by exactly three goals, we'll actually lose half of the, of the stake. Uh, if they if they win by four goals or more, then this bet will cash. So that sounds like a lot of goals, but when you consider that they lost seven nil at home to Iceland, and Iceland are not particularly going great these days, um, then I don't think it's asking too much for Slovakia. To, to get the job done here very, very convincingly. I certainly think they'll win to nil. And you know, looking around the sort of the 4 nil, 5 nil range. Um, but I, I cannot stress just just how bad Liechtenstein are. So, I mean, I, I, had a, I had a quick look. They scored one goal in the last 16 games. Obviously, they lost them all. So the 15 wins mm. defeats 2 nil. Yeah, and they're all 4 nil, 3 nil, 5 nil. They also lost against Capo Verde recently, 6 nil at home. So, you know, there is, I mean, there is a hope for them. No, but I think he's a, he's a very good player. And Slovakia, by the way, good good players, you know. Lobotka, one of the best players in Serie A, midfielder, screener, playing there. So I don't think they look, I mean, they'll keep the ball all the time. And yeah, they'll, 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 they'll build on that. Demolition job, I think. Hopefully done. Let's hope so. At plus one hundred four, the price, incidentally. Yeah. So even if it yeah. is, a, even if it is a three goal win for Slovakia, you're going to get a tiny bit of profit on that because it's plus money. Well, no, um, we would lose half. We would. Oh, lose would half. we lose half? Um, ah, you lose yeah. half your stake. But I think you can. You know, if you do lose half on a plus money selection, you, you can't moan too much. Do you know what I mean? For those who want to be a little bit more cautious, you could take minus three Asian exactly. And then you you got the push on your side, but um, like I say, four nil, five nil. I think five nil is my my prediction for this game. Uh, that is Liechtenstein against Slovakia. It's the last game that we preview. Um, it's the last game for myself and Danielli, I think, over the course of this season. But Steve, we we should point out that you're going to kick off uh, a new show uh, just to keep us ticking over 
over the course of the summer because the summer leagues to look into. What are you going to be doing? Which get which leagues are we going to be focusing on? Well, the official title of this show, it's going to be myself and RJ, the mighty RJ, who's had a great season on, on the Bet River shows in, in Europe. Uh, World Football Show, it's going to be called. So I don't know which leagues that RJ is going to be looking in. Um, knowing him, I think there could be a few obscure ones floated in. Um, for me, myself personally, we're probably looking at the Scandinavian leagues where I've got a fair bit of speciality. So it will be a weekly show throughout um, the, at the end of the rest of June, all of July before the mainstream leagues kick off. In, in so this is this again. is what we're looking at: Nor- Norway, Sweden, Finland. Yeah, Norway, Sweden. Yeah, Norway, Sweden, Finland, Iceland are probably thrown in there. No doubt, RJ will go to the Faroes or somewhere like that. Japan, um, you know. So yeah, plenty of you know the content still keeps coming uh, on on the uh, Bet Rivers Network because we win team even though the mainstream European football season... Has hey, listen, look, look a, a, a plus money winner is a plus money winner. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's the J, <laughs> J League or Serie A. Um, I'll be on holidays. Daniele, I presume Me you're too. taking the summer yes, off. Yes, I'm, I'm taking the summer off at least for a couple of weeks because this season lasted like, I don't know, so 600 days. I mean, it's incredible, this, isn't it? This is it really is. Day we did the videos, yes. With a, with, a, with a World Cup thrown in as well. Uh, many thanks to both of you uh, today. You. That wraps it up for Betting Weekly Extra Time European Qualifiers Edition. Make sure you're across uh, the summer shows, of course, uh, via at Because We Win. Plenty of summer sports as well as those summer leagues to get involved in. From myself, Dan Robert, though, it, it is goodbye. Many thanks to Steve and Daniele again. Ciao. See you all. Yep. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.